Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we've got a great show planned for you tonight. Uh, it's going to be a good show. I want to welcome uh, Wes to the show tonight. Uh, again, Wes, thanks, for, thanks again for being here. Yeah, I love the Renegade podcast. We can talk about whatever we want. We can discuss whatever we want. And that's what I love about the show. I hope the audience likes the show. If you do, definitely, if you listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast player, uh, if you would, hit that subscribe button, leave us a review, tell us what you think. Uh, we really hope you guys enjoy the show as much as we do. Yeah, Wes, ab- absolutely. You know, people, please subscribe. Uh, let us know how you, what you feel about the show. Uh, and what I'd like to do, Wes, is actually we have a special guest tonight on the show. Uh, Raj, I know he's been on uh, Sasquatch Chronicles, uh, and now he's on uh, on the Renegade podcast. Uh, but uh, let's just get right into it. Uh, Raj, thanks again for being here. He's had a, um, I guess it would be called an alien craft encounter. I, I guess I'll let him tell the story because he's better at it than I am. Uh, Raj, thanks again for being here, and uh, let's get right into it. And if you would, go ahead and just kind of uh, tell the audience what you saw and what you encountered. Cool, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on the show, and uh, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you about this this crazy night that we had. So this happened back in February of 93, um, about 40 minutes east of Seattle off Highway 90. Uh, was my friend Rick and I, we used to do a lot of camping. We used to go out and just hang out in the woods and do our thing, and uh, my had bought into this resort called Leisure Time Resorts, and it wasn't really our gig, but, you know, they offered to let us go, and I had swimming pools and basketball courts and clubhouse and all this kind of stuff. And so I said, sure, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go and check it out. So we get there, and, uh, you know, we're just kind of hanging out doing our thing, and it's, you know, it's getting late at night, you know, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. We're sitting on the edge of the basketball court. It was a bitter cold night. The sky was really clear except there was a low level, low level of fog or low cloud cover just above the trees. And uh, it's about 2.15 in the morning, and uh, I look off to the east, and there's a ridge line that, that goes north to south. And I said, hey, check it out. There's a helicopter over there. Now, the only reason I pointed it out was because we hadn't seen any air traffic, and so that's why it sort of stood out in my, in my, in my attention. So he looked over, he goes, oh, I think it's an airplane. That looks like a helicopter to me. And then we just kind of dropped it there. I didn't really pay any attention we talked for a few minutes and I looked over to my left again to see it. And I said, Whoa, Hey, it looks like it's coming our way. And so we, we sat there and watched it. And as it got closer, I could tell something was, was odd about it. The lights were, the lights were a little bit different. I couldn't put my finger on what it was. And as we watched this object came in close the, the altitude was about a hundred feet. It was just over the top of the trees. Distance away was about 50 yards. So, we're not talking a couple lights in the sky, you know, a black triangle blocking out the stars as it goes. We are talking, this thing is right here in our face. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with the Travis Walton story. It was made popular by the movie Fire in the Sky, but this was that. Oh, this yeah. It was I, right there in uh, front of us. I'm av- absolutely familiar with that. That's a, that's a classic. <laughs> yeah, but- absolutely. So this object comes in, and it's, it's basically disc shaped, but it's fat disc shaped. Okay, it's kind of kind of bulging out in the middle a little bit, and it is covered with lights. Every square inch of it, just red, yellow, green, blue, amber, white, purple, and they're all just flashing, just furiously out of sync with each other. And we're standing there, our jaws are dropping the ground, my heart starts racing, I can feel the adrenaline kick in because 
because I, I could see what this was. I have been interested in the subject of UFOs since I was a kid. And I had been fairly obsessive about it. I was the kid that stayed in the library during a nice summer day reading books about UFOs or werewolves or Bigfoot or whatever. And so this object, as it comes closer, it, it starts coming down a little bit. and It's passing through this low level of fog or cloud cover. And as it's passing through this, this cloud cover, you can see it has mass because it's pulling the, the clouds with it. Not as if there's any sort of turbulence, as if you might have like, you know, the prop from a blimp or a helicopter or something. Just that at just the mass of it is pulling it down and it comes down just over the top of the trees, not making a sound. Dead is the grave. It's absolutely silent. And it, it comes right in front of us and it comes to almost a stop. And as it comes to almost a stop, we see these two lights on the bottom and they both rotate up to the back of this craft. And then it continues to move a little bit more, and then it starts to rotate. And it rotates 90 degrees, where presumably the front is, is now facing south. And it begins moving away from us. And as it's moving away from us, I, the fight or flight kicks in. Now, because of the research I've done and the studying I've done my entire life, this was, I have to see this. I have to see as much as possible. I'm, I, I don't care what happens. So I started to run and I'm running sort of perpendicular to the way that it's moving away because that's the only way that I can really go. And I was trying to get just a few more second vantage point on, on what this is. And as it moved away from, moved away from us, we could see the lights from this, whatever it is, uh, bouncing off of that low cloud cover being diffused. And so it was this diffused multicolored light just sort of bouncing off and then it moved away and then it was gone. And I looked at my friend, Rick, and I'm like, you saw that, right? You saw that. And he says, yes, yes, I saw that. And so we spent the next three, four hours. We we're like, okay, it wasn't a plane. Okay. A plane can't hover. It wasn't a helicopter. There was no sound. It wasn't a blimp. It wasn't a military project because to the best of my knowledge, the military doesn't plaster secret projects, plaster these secret projects with lights all over it. And it was such a transformative experience that even out of all the research and studying that I had done, this blew a whole new door wide open. I couldn't think of anything else. It was everything that I could do to, uh, to sleep at night without seeing this over and over again. Even as I'm telling the story, I get a little bit shaky and I still remember every detail. And back in 93, the internet wasn't, wasn't what it is now. And so it was really hard to, to search. So I just kept on searching. And I continue to search for this day. This has become a topic that I am in every single day, seven days a week, 365. I'm reading, I'm watching videos, and I'm just, I'm trying to connect the dots. I'm hoping that I will see something or hear something that either triggers something or gives me a clue into what it is that we saw. Now, I'm not saying it's an alien craft because I don't know what it was. All I can tell you is that I know what it wasn't. And by process of elimination, it, it's a very small pile of things that it could possibly be. So, Roger, you said you were about 50 yards or so from the craft, uh, and it made no noise. Can you kind of explain to the audience on uh, what the craft uh, did and what it looked like? 
Well, the object itself, like I mentioned, was sort of like a fat disc shaped, and the length of it was about the length of a school bus. Okay, so this was not small. This was this was large. This was large. And um, as far as it watching us or whatever, the one thing I will tell you that after I had thought about it, I realized what it appeared to have happened is that it turned our direction once we acknowledged it because the path that it took came straight at us from the time that we had first seen it. It didn't continue on for further on and then come back our way. It's as if it turned and came our way once we had talked about it. Now, I'm not necessarily the t- sort of person that buys into uh, alien telepathy or they can somehow read your mind. I, I'm not real sure about that, but I can tell you it certainly seemed like um, they were aware of us and they were aware that we were aware of them or it or whatever it was. And, then, and I can also tell you that we were actually really close to the freeway. If you ever go on Google Earth, you can find where I-90 and Highway 18 intersect, and it was right there. And normally we could hear the uh, the freeway, but when this thing came down, not only was it silent, but it almost seemed to have a sound dampening effect because we couldn't hear the freeway anymore. Now, it could be that we were just so entranced and enthralled by what we were seeing that we weren't registering the sound anymore. That's entirely possible. But it's just that it was so deathly silent that it makes me wonder if there wasn't something else going on. Raj, do you feel like at any given time that your life might have been in danger? I don't feel like we were threatened, and I wasn't afraid. I was so um, I was so amped up from the excitement of finally seeing something that I had always believed existed that I, that that I wasn't afraid. Um, so so no no I wasn't uh, I, I wasn't afraid at all. Have you ever returned back to the uh, area since this encounter? I have. Um, I've actually fallen out of touch with my friend. I haven't talked to him about four years, and I've driven past that spot a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the resort portion is actually closed now. I think it's turned into a housing development or something, and so you know, I haven't really been back there. But uh, one little other thing I wanted to mention is that just three months ago, I was watching a YouTube video. My wife and I were sitting on the couch. We're watching a YouTube video, and this guy was putting some tinfoil or something in a microwave. And when he turned it on, I got the biggest, the, the hair stood up on my arms because I said, that's it. That's what the light looked like on that UFO that Rick and I saw. And it's because when you put the metal in a microwave, it creates plasma. And that's when I realized that these, that's why I couldn't figure out why these lights look different. It's because it, it was some sort of electrical discharge or plasma or something. But what was strange is that it wasn't a single solitary color, it was multicolored. And they're all flashing. So uh, that, and that was just one more little piece that, that I was able to sort of key in on and say, you know what, maybe this has something to do with it. You know, Roger, there was a point that uh, Wes and I were actually, we were on a night, uh, doing a night bike ride, and we were down by Vancouver Lake, uh, right on Louisville Road. And we happened to see uh, some sort of type of aircraft that was uh, not only it seemed to be following us, it could have been tracking us. Uh, and some of the movements that it made, uh, it seemed like it was something that wasn't uh, part of our the, the military airplanes or stuff that we have today. And based on what you saw, do you think it possibly could have been an uh, alien craft? 
Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. My belief is that not all UFOs are the same thing. So there's, there's different kinds, but because they're aerial and because they're unknown, they get lumped into the same category. My personal belief is that some of these are manned and some of them aren't. Some of them appear to be drones. And I think, honestly, um, I am not a proponent of these are alien beings from another galaxy that came here from Zeta Reticuli to come down and check us out or save the world. Wherever they're from, I believe they're much, much closer. Now, does that mean that they're uh, interdimensional? Does that mean that they have a base on the other side of the moon? Does that, I don't know what it means, but I do believe that what, their what point think, of origin is much that? closer. What, not to cut you off, but what do you think about that? You think it's a, you're, familiar, you're familiar with Ron Moorhead. And he has oh uh, yes yes he has several ideas and Ron Moorhead is a very intellectual guy and I agree with a lot of his stuff but on the same hand I kind of mm, I don't know it's kind of far fetched but I really do like the guy we have we have really good conversations I've talked to Ron on several occasions um, what's your theory on that is it interdimensional or are we in between two dimensions. Uh, is it, uh, tell me what you think. What do you think? I think that some of what we're seeing are leftovers from, uh, pre-existing civilizations. Virtually every culture in the world has some story about a worldwide flood or a worldwide cataclysm. And I think that whatever these are, they're, they're probes left over. They somehow draw their energy from the earth's magnetic field. Um, and under certain circumstances, I, th I think a lot of times these things are invisible. I think they're always up there. But under certain circumstances, they are visible when they don't want to be, but they can make themselves visible if they choose to. And this craft that we saw, I believe it wanted us to see it. It was, it was too overt to be a, a chance encounter. There's, there's actually a, uh, if you go on, on YouTube, there's a, a really good channel called Suspect Sky. And he has a particular video called the Ultra Terrestrials. And he, that's, that's what I lean, lean towards, that they're interdimensional, that they're slightly out of phase with us, but they're from here or, or nearby. So, um, and then it's also interesting because some of the UFOs uh, only seem to appear in certain types of the world. So, for example, I don't know if you're aware of a man called Jaime Masson. He is... Uh, he's kind of like a George Knapp or an Art Bell of Mexico. And he's sort of the go-to guy for when people have UFO sightings or tapes or strange things. They, they give it to him, and then he, he puts it on the news. But down in South America, uh, occasionally they will have UFO sightings, and these things look alive. They look like they're twisting and turning in the sky. They're not a, they, they don't even appear to be a craft. They don't seem to have a structure as if it's built. It looks much more organic. So that's why I say that not all of these UFOs are the same thing, which actually complicates the, the, the issue of trying to figure out what they are. But I do believe that some of these are holdovers from uh, ancient technologies that, that have been, been up there the whole time. And you can find um, ancient pieces of artwork or petroglyphs on the wall or... Oh, yeah. Hey, Raj, I don't mean to cut you off, bud. Uh, we're up against a break here. It's a fascinating discussion for sure, and uh, we'll be back after these words. Thanks again.
Welcome back from the break, everybody. Uh, prior to the break, we were talking about uh, petroglyphs and uh, some of the Egyptian drawings of uh, uh, flight in the sky. And, and Roger, what's your take on that? Yeah, I almost I, I don't have any proof of this. It's just sort of an inclination or a feeling. But I almost feel like that whatever civilization existed before whatever cataclysm happened, they had technology but it's almost like the technology was created using a different perspective on how the world works. So they don't use, you know, microcircuitry. They don't use processors. They don't use, you know, uh, liquid propellant fuel. They have found, they found some way to tap into the natural energy, whether you want to call it zero point energy or whether you want to call it it? the, the earth's magnetosphere or something, but they found a way to tap into that. And and to me, that would at least explain how some of these things are possible. And you know, Raj, uh, one of the one of the first books I actually read uh, from front to cover was Communion, and and I'm pretty sure you're aware of the book. Uh, the audience is, I would assume, most of the audience has also uh, read the book or heard the story. Um, and 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 one of the other questions is, you know, there was a recent astronaut. Uh, right before she committed suicide, said that uh, you know there was aliens and we could be under uh, possible alien attack, uh, and she ended up committing suicide and killed herself. And that was that was one of the things she said on her deathbed. And uh, another thing that uh, I think a lot of people that are interested in is how come we have never been on the dark side of the moon. I've heard I've heard uh, conspiracy theories about we have the, there's aliens and and uh, we're not allowed to be there. Uh, there's a lot of different theories. Uh, and and uh, since we, and I'm gonna put you on the spot. And since since you're on the air, uh, I'd like to under I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on that. No, no, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say she's crazy. I mean, she's not the only astronaut to make very interesting statements recently. You know, um, and of course his name escapes me at the moment, but. Uh, he was recently down in, in Antarctica and he became sick. And on his way back, he tweeted out a picture of a pyramid and said something to the effect of we're all about to face a great evil or something. I read that as well. And, I read that as well. Yeah. And and I don't know how deep you got into the Antarctica stories that's been going on recently, but there have been a number of high profile figures that have made uh, – uh, interesting and seemingly unwarranted trips down to Antarctica. Well, it's kind but of hard. Your question. It's kind of hard because Sorry, there has been so many people. Obama's been there. There's been several several actors that have been there. Uh, people basically that have uh, buttloads of money uh, have been um, visiting Antarctica, and I'm not quite sure why. Uh, and recently, just recently, there has been a you know what would you call it a crack in the drift and it's and it's and it's falling short uh there have been some um information about antarctica as far as uh the gravity pull from antarctica is great enough to pull the satellites down from the sky closer to the earth so there's definitely something going on and you know it's a no go zone we can't go there uh that's right it's completely inhospitable and accessible and i'm sure you know as well as I do, that the Nazis had an amazing interest down in Antarctica. Absolutely, absolutely. There's stories that they had. They claimed to find a entrance to the center of the Earth down there. Now, you know, did they? I don't know, but it sure is compelling when you take all these little pieces, you put them together, and it's a, a picture starts to form. 
But to answer your question about the moon, the moon is actually very interesting. You know, why haven't we gone back there? You know, there's theories that, you know, whatever it is we found up there said, Do you think we've ever been here, there, really? Don't come back. Do you think we've really been oh, to the moon? I, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I do believe we've been to the moon. Um, but I do think it's inter- interesting that we haven't been back. I know and that, that there and, are. And that's why I say, do we, have we originally been there? Um I don't know. In the, you know, and, and then that's another conspiracy theory. There's a whole bunch of different ideas. Uh, but why haven't we been oh, back? Yeah. Why haven't we been back at all? Because there have been several astronauts, uh, I think three that I can think of, um, two or three. I think it's three that said that uh, there was actually some sort of alien life on the moon. And they were told not to come back. I, true or not, I don't know. Conspiracy, who knows? I don't really know. I'm certainly open to the possibility, you know, uh, that's something that I don't, I don't plan a flag on, but I'm open to it. And I've seen enough and heard enough and read enough to know that, uh, that there is apparently something going on. I mean, it's not hard to find, um, videos of, of UFOs or something leaving and coming back. And I don't know if you're aware of the, uh, camera on the international space station. They have a live feed. That is constantly going. Yeah, I've seen but that. Periodically, I, what will happen about, is Are you talking that, about the you, one on, like, Facebook? They're like, yeah. Are you talking about the one on Facebook? The Facebook live feed? They're like, it's oh, a... Uh, no, I mean, you can find it on YouTube. It's just a live feed from NASA from the camera up there. Okay. But um, I what will I happen is that you'll see... Yeah, check it out. There's, and then you can also, if you also want to go further into it, you can see instances where an object starts to come into view and immediately they cut the feed to the camera. There was even one that I saw a couple of days ago that Imagine you could see that. an object coming in. Yeah, exactly. You see an object coming into view, and the astronaut takes his hand and he he covers up that portion of of the night sky or the of space so that you can't see the object. So they don't actually cut the feet on the camera in that instance, but he holds up his hand to block it out. But there, that has happened actually a number of times where they just straight up cut the feet. Uh, I guess the biggest question is. Uh... Is NASA and the government hiding stuff from us, you think? Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah, I agree. Undoubtedly. I agree. Now, I agree. The, the, the deeper question is, do they know what? And they probably, um, I'm inclined they to probably, think. They probably don't really know. They probably don't know, and that's what scares them. That's why they don't, they don't, they don't have an answer for it. Yeah, or I'm, I'm inclined to think that they have more of an answer than we do. But to come out and say, yes, we know something – they would simultaneously have to admit that they've known all along and haven't said anything. You know, the entire, the entire thing comes unwrapped at that point. So it's in their best interest to hide it as long as possible. And well, really and there's no be, compelling reason be, for them it, to tell people. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. One more, one more time. No, no, no. I was just saying there's no compelling reason for them to tell people. Well, the reason why they don't tell people is because it'd be mass pandemic. You know, people will go crazy knowing that there's something, another being out there, uh, or uh, something that could possibly be smarter than we are. Uh, possibly could have something to do with the DNA that we have. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of uh, different things that uh, could come into play, and which would scare the hell out of uh, the American population, not to mention the whole world. And while I do believe that's a component, I think the bigger issue is that our history of the world is not what we have been told. And if this gets released, we are going to learn things about our history of the world that are 
beyond mind-blowing. And that lo- would only lead into other things that they would have to try to explain. Wouldn't you love to know what the Germans and, and Hitler had? Because they were big into this, right? Hitler, yeah. the Germans. Yeah. Uh, they were some of the first people to actually uh, have more information than the United States. Actually, the whole world. And it would be nice to know uh, some of the things that they found out and have them explain it to us. Of course, it'll never happen. Then they won't. They're not going to open their book to the United States by any means. But uh, I think they're probably ahead of the game, and they probably know more than anybody at this point. No, I'm I'm sure you're right, but I, it, it's probably relatively balanced. And I say that because at the end of World War II, I'm quite sure that the Americans went in and took as many of the Nazi papers and science as they could. They've been after it the whole time. You know, they just kept going. So um, I do think that other governments know about it. Uh, definitely, there are some governments that are more forthcoming about it. Mexico, for one, South America. Uh, they're much more inclined to talk about these things than we are. But I have seen sort of a shift in the wind more and more. You kind of hear stories coming out because even just five, maybe ten years ago, every time you saw a story about UFO, how did they start the segment? With the X-Files theme. Every time. Not so much now. I've noticed that they that they don't do that quite as often. You're right. They backed so, off. They backed off that. They backed off of it. Enough people are seeing them. Enough people are starting to report it, and that's why I appreciate shows like yours that discuss topics like this because the goal should be, uh, the goal should be to normalize the topic so that people who have had experiences but are afraid of being ridiculed, afraid of being mocked or marginalized or ostracized, can come to a place and anonymously. Tell people what they have seen. And for every single person that tells their story on a show like yours, there's one more person out there that heard them and are going to be inclined to tell their story. And that's the only way this is going to happen. Frankly, you could have a UFO land on the White House lawn, just like people have been saying all along, well, why don't they land on the White House lawn? Well, I don't know why they don't do it, but I tell you what, if it happened, the vast majority of people still wouldn't believe it. They'd still say that it was CGI. They'd still say it was a composite shot. They'd still say it was a prank, a hoax, or a misidentification. So um, that's why this is so important, for everyone to get out there and talk about it and normalize. And I think you're, I think you're absolutely correct, because uh, there's a lot of people that don't want to accept it, and I think it has to do with fear. Uh, I think... <laughs> You have absolutely nailed it. That's exactly what it is. I think. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. I think fear actually drives a lot of people's emotions, and fear is not a bad thing. Fear is actually a really good thing. Fear is actually what keeps you safe. Fear actually will make you make uh, better decisions. But sometimes with fear, you have to um, sit back and you have to actually. In your brain, you have to think about, okay, what's, what's plan A, what's plan B, what's plan C? And if my, fear, if my fear is driving me and I'm wrong about my fear, well, then what are we going to do to fix it? I, I don't know what the answer is to that. Uh, I, I don't want to be invaded by aliens by any means uh, because I think we're going to get destroyed. I mean, I think they're way more advanced than we are. But I also think that I don't think that aliens, their number one prerogative is, is to come down and destroy the human race. I don't, I don't believe that. I mean, I'm not into this. And, and if you've listened to any, any of the 
the the podcast that we've done the renegade podcast we've done before we've talked about robots we've talked about uh uh intelligence artificial intelligence and stuff like that and i don't think that's the prime directive it could be i could be completely all wet i could be completely wrong on this but i think um if it if if that is the case i think i think we're actually kind of under we're under a study program Based on, um, and I'm going to say, I believe in aliens. I'm 100% believe in aliens. I've had a couple encounters, and it's going to discredit my Bigfoot encounter because I did have a Bigfoot encounter, and people are going to be like, oh, what, he's seen Bigfoot, he's seen aliens, he's seen whatever, whatever, whatever. But I get out a lot. I spend a lot of time out in the forest. I spend a lot of time on the river. I have a boat. I'm out a lot, and I see a lot of different things. And there was one instance that Wes and I went out to and I've talked about it actually on Sasquatch Chronicles, uh, to where we were on the Vancouver and we were on Vancouver Lake, and there was there was a blue orbital uh, subject thing, and we were riding our motorcycles. We got brand new motorcycles. We're out riding around, and this thing freaking followed us for about seven miles, and it was like it sat there and it looked at us, it followed us, and I was like, well, let's get the hell out of here. So we turned around and opposite, we headed south, and the thing followed us the whole way. It didn't bother us. It didn't do anything. Other than it just seemed to um, track our every movement, I'm not, I'm not so sure that aliens are out to to destroy us and kill us. And I don't think that it's uh, I don't think they're actually a bad thing. They could be. I'm not sure. I don't think we know enough. It's kind of like Bigfoot. You know, uh, Wes always makes the comparison. Hey, I don't have a Bigfoot in my garage, so I I, I really don't know how Bigfoot's going to react. You know what I mean? Well, I don't have an alien in my garage either, so I don't know how an alien is going to react. But uh, I, th- I think they're both out there, and I think, I think it's something that we actually c- should be concerned about, we should think about. And it's the people that don't want to accept that, that don't have the open-mindedness to um, think, hey, m- we may not possibly be the only person on the planet, or we may not be the only person, uh, the only people that are in the universe. I think the universe is, t- is way too big for... Um, just us simple humans, uh, which really are, you know, we're not, we're sophisticated, but we're not so sophisticated if you go out, you know, light years away, you know what I mean? Solar systems away. So uh, I think people need to think a little bit uh, on about, uh, you know, where we're at as far as where we stand on the food chain. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And I think one of the problems is that people proceed from a false assumption. They start out by saying, UFOs aren't real. So what else could it be? Well, you've already defeated the entire conversation by eliminating something when you don't know all the facts. I mean, if you don't know what it is, you can't say what it isn't. So if I tell you a story, I saw UFO and and, and this is what happened. Okay. If your starting point is UFOs don't exist, then you're not going anywhere. You know, you have to have an open mind on these things. Now, not so much that you believe everything that everyone says and you take everything at face value. You have to be discriminating and you have to be intelligent and you have to be, you know, thinking about these things. And that's why I don't, I don't come out, come around and say, I think these are aliens. I think these are from another star system. I think there's ample um, evidence, not proof. I think there's ample evidence that they're, that they're non-human entities of some sort. And I like to use the word entities because we don't know, are they biological? Are they interdimensional? Are they, are they artificial? We don't know, but we know that there's something. You know, so, what, you know what kills yeah. me. You know what kills me. 
Raj, is <laughs> is the people that think they know freaking everything. Like they have, and Wes uses the the prime example. They act like they have one in the garage and they know everything, and that, and that's what pisses me off because you because no one really knows. You know what I mean? Nobody really knows what they right. are. Right, and I, and I I know that the Bigfoot community, quote unquote, is rife with that. You know, there's more infighting in the Bigfoot community than just about anything else that I can think of. You know, and uh, there's so much more unknown with the UFO topic that I think people are a little less likely to engage in that sort of thing, but it still exists for sure. Yeah, I I I, I totally agree with you. Uh, uh, what what do you think about this whole Antarctica, Antarctica thing, man? What do you think about the uh, the gravitational pull that's pulling satellites down? Um, you know, basically from out from space. Uh, there, there's definitely something in Antarctica. What do you think it is? Do you think do you think there's something, I think do you think there's some sort of alien thing happening there? Uh, I believe that there is a buried ancient civilization under the ice down there. Long before there was ice, there was cities. I mean, that's why that's why we're constantly like hearing about. Are you, saying, oh, are you talking about like, like Atlantis or? Yes, that that sort of thing. You know, once again, I, I go back to the some sort of cataclysm or worldwide flood because we're finding um, lost cities under the ocean. There's one in Japan. There's one off. There's the there's the, the Bimini Road. There's I mean, the list goes on and on. And why should Antarctica be any different? I mean, there are pictures of pyramids or ostensibly pyramids, they certainly look like they were constructed and not formed from natural, you know, rock movements. Uh, so yes, I, there's something extremely odd about Antarctica. I do believe that there is, that there's something under the ice. I, I don't know what it is. I think probably whatever it is, is stranger than what I think it is. Yeah. And I, and it's quite, con- it's quite concerning because hasn't the, um, the South Pole shifted by like five, six, seven, eight degrees, or something like that. I mean, I think it has. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Was it specifically Antarctica, or is it the the Earth itself? the The tilt is off slightly a bit. I'm not really well, sure. I, think, I don't remember. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm not real sure either. I think it did shift like eight degrees. And so what? And I might be wrong. People send me, you know, send me information and let me know I'm wrong. But I thought the uh antarctica antarctica has actually shifted like eight degrees so which means the whole which what you said actually makes sense is it's the whole earth has actually shifted and we can see it in climate change now i mean shit i had sorry shoot i had uh 14 inches of snow in my neighborhood the other day which i haven't had more than a dusting in 10 years you know so i mean there's there's definitely something going on yeah, I I think it's pretty clear that something is going on. You know, the the debate that rages around that topic is what's causing it. You know, and you know, frankly, I fall on the side of of uh, more of the cyclical than man made. Not that man doesn't produce, you know, uh, pollutants that can contribute to it, but I think man has an overflated sense of his of his own importance. I mean, we're talking a planet here. You know, you could take every single person on the planet Earth. And if you put them in Texas, each person would have the same living space as the people who live in New York. So this planet is way bigger than people give it credit for. I mean, are we talking about Sasquatch? You know, oh, well, we've been everywhere and we would have found it by now. I tell you what, I live in Washington. You just try going out there. Okay, there are places where man has not set foot, I guarantee you. Absolutely. There's places that man can't even get to. 
That's really, right. Really. That's right. And, you know, I haven't really heard your Sasquatch story. Wes was telling me about you tonight, and I was like, hey, I'm going to have Raj on tonight, da, da, da. And he goes, oh, you should hear a Sasquatch encounter. And I was like, uh, I haven't heard it. <laughs> so, Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you real quick. It's not uh, – Yeah, give me uh, – if, if you can, give me a quick rundown on it. I mean, we got plenty of time. I don't – shit, I don't – Yeah, care. yeah, yeah. No, this is – this is the Reader's Digest version. It was real quick. So um, back in the late 80s, we used to belong to this dirt bike club, and we had some property in Capitol Forest down by Olympia. And I used to like to drive my dirt bike by myself. I'd drive up to Capitol Peak, and the view was tremendous, and I used to really enjoy doing that. So one day, it was about 11 o'clock, I'm going to the trails, and I come out of the trailhead onto a, uh, a logging road, and I look to my left, and I see a seven and a half, eight foot tall Sasquatch walking into the tree line. And I couldn't believe what I had saw because growing up in Washington, it's kind of the culture you hear about it. You know, you got coffee stands, you got points of attraction and that sort of thing. So um, I had always grown up just assuming, well, yeah, Bigfoot lives in Washington. And so I, I pulled my bike over to where I saw it going and I cut the engine and I listened and I could hear something moving around in there. And all of a sudden, I realized I was vulnerable, which is strange because I had never considered that it was dangerous or that I might be in danger at all. And I started getting this feeling, which is kind of scared, this sense of panic, like, oh, I should just get out of here. And so I popped on my bike and rode away. So it's not, uh, it's not a super dramatic sighting, but it was a sighting. I saw it. There's no, there's no accounting for what I saw other than Bigfoot. You know, unless a person wants to believe that someone in a large costume that is seven and a half, eight feet tall was just sitting out there in the woods waiting for a dirt biker to come or, come come around so that I could see him for two seconds. Well, I'll tell you what, I find that a lot more hard to believe than, you know, a bipedal. That's way, that's definitely way but, more fetched than, hey, there's a, a hairy, uh, angry ape out here that could possibly eat me. I would buy that more than uh, there's a costume out in the middle of nowhere and he's trying to fool me. And I'd tell you, some of the explanations that people come up with, whether it's UFOs or Bigfoot or anything else, some of their explanations are way more fantastical than the reality <laughs> I'm proposing. <laughs> You're right. You're right, man. You, you hit it on the nose. You hit it on the nose there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, hey, Raj, I appreciate you coming on. I mean, is, is there anything else you want to cover? I mean, we talked a little bit about the UFO thing. Have you ever been back to that same spot? And have you ever seen anything kind of weird in that same area? I don't really live near that area anymore. I live in Monroe, Washington now. I live about 45 minutes from the Snoqualmie National Forest. So it's oh. it's down south a little bit. I don't get down there too much. But I have driven past there a couple times and one time i did go and drive down that road to see if i could get in there but at the time it was closed off the resort had collapsed and gone bankrupt or whatever uh, i looked on google earth recently and i see that it's now a housing complex but um through the magic of google earth you can zoom in and basically put myself exactly where i was sitting and i can look to the left and i can see the ridge and i can sort of reimagine what had happened but uh physically no i haven't haven't been there what, you know, what, quite a while. What, and I know we need to get going, but what were your feelings as far as uh, what did your buddy think? I mean, did you guys? You guys obviously had a conversation, right? Yeah, we we talked about it. We stayed up all night trying to disprove it. And I've I've talked to him a number of times throughout the years, but he's he's never really. He'll talk about it, 
you know, but um, he talks about it with the air of someone who is uh, disinterested. Like, okay, well, I don't want to come right out and say, I don't want to talk about this, but I'm going to give you answers that are short enough that the conversation will die soon, I hope, is sort of the feeling that I got from him. And uh, my feeling is that he didn't know what it was, didn't have any ideas, didn't really care to speculate. Um, And I think it freaked him out. I think it challenges his worldview, worldview a little bit too much. And I've since lost contact with him. I haven't talked to him about four years. But, uh, yeah, he never really talked about it too much. And I had asked him, so have you told anyone? Have you talked to people about it? He's like, nah, a couple of people. You know, so, so is uh, that, whereas I'm... Is that, play, is that place still accessible? I mean, can you, can you still get to that area? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, it's right where uh, uh, Highway 18 ends, and it bumps right into I-90 that goes east-west over the pass. It would be kind of cool so to if you ever go I'd, I kind of like to go check that out with you. Maybe if we, you know, sometime down the road or whatever. And uh, yeah, I would. And, I, I'd and, like and to visit you, it again and have you explain it. We can film it and we can bring some gear, night gear, if we need to bring some night gear, night vision, or whatever. And maybe we just do a little camp out and we'll check it out. And you know, probably nothing's going to happen, but it would kind of it would kind of give like maybe the listeners and the viewers, uh, you know, kind of you know, kind of a reenactment of uh, what happened to you guys that night because. You know, there's a lot of people that don't come out and they don't talk about their stories. And you're one of those guys that is like, hey, look, man, this is what happened. Believe it or not, I really don't care. But if you're interested, this is where it happened. And I'm interested. So, uh, you know, maybe we can get together probably, I don't know, maybe during the summertime or sometime. We'll bring some cameras and we'll check it out. And, uh, I don't know, have a few beers, drink around the bonfire and and, uh, see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, sign me up, man. I would love to go back and I'd love to check it out. And uh, just sort of refresh my my memory, you know, because every time you remember something, you're not really remembering the first time you saw it. You're remembering the last time you remembered it. So it's kind of like making a copy of a copy of a copy. That's why your memories get sort of less and less over oh, yeah. time. That, that makes so sense. to go back there, yeah. So, so so to go back there and see it again would be uh, would be quite an experience. And you actually pick up a whole bunch of more information that you might have missed the first time because Wes and I have been back actually to our Bigfoot encounter, uh, I don't know, I'm going to say 10, 12, 15 times. And every time I'm like, hey, do you remember Do you remember walking up here? Do you remember walking down here? Do you remember this? Do you remember that? And, and you know, eventually it all kind of comes back back into play and you can put the whole story back together, and then you have you have a better idea actually what happened. And I think it would be great, and I know Wes would be up for it. Uh, I think it'd be great to if maybe uh, me, you, and and, uh, and sorry, Wes, myself, and and you, and and if everybody wants to come in too, that's great. That would be great. But I think it'd be cool to go ahead and check it out, and uh, maybe you could uh, explain what happened, and and you could uh, scare the heck out of Wes and I a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Yeah, I would totally yeah. like to go back there and uh, and, and check it out. And frankly, I, I like to get some some first person pictures myself. Yeah, and get some know, pictures, kind of right reenact it, and you can you know, stuff like that. You can pass down to your family too, as well. So, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's always a good thing. Uh, you know, Raj, I really appreciate being on the show tonight. You're always welcome. I think you have my I think you have my phone number, and if you don't, I'll send it to you uh, and my email as well. If anything happens down the road, down the future, feel free to contact me. I'm always open to you. You're one of my best guests. And in fact, you're one of my very first guests on Pitch Black Radio, which uh, 
might be coming back. I'm I'm just so kind of busy with uh, the Renegade podcast right now, but I'd like to go back to Pitch Black. But uh, uh, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, you're a class act, man. You're absolutely a class act. You're a great speaker. You're very knowledgeable. And I want to have you back as soon as I can. So if if you come across anything, you have anything anything on your mind, uh, give me a call and uh, I'll get back. I'll get you back on the show. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed being on the show, sharing my story, and uh, tossing around some other ideas. So, yeah, absolutely. Let's stay in touch and and uh, we'll chat. Okay, Roger, and, and thanks again for being on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, great interview, Woody. And, Raj, thanks for coming on. I, I, I enjoyed just sitting back listening to it. Uh, coming up next, hang on. <laughs> don't, uh, don't hit stop yet. Uh, we got the Renegade trivia coming up, uh, and the two gladiators have just arrived for the Renegade trivia. Hang tight. It's coming up next. Well, our two gladiators have entered the uh, arena. We got Duke. Duke, thanks for coming on for the trivia game. Always fun. And uh, Dave, too, as well. Dave, thanks for being here, man. Yes, sir. All right. And so we we decided uh, that uh, Duke was going to go first. And the way the game works is each person will be asked a question. Don't answer the other guy's question, because if you do, he gets that point. And Ooh. I think what we might do is... Uh, Maybe for the winter, send out some Sasquatch Chronicle gear. I'll send out a little little care package to the uh, to the winner. Uh, but let's jump into it tonight. All right, Duke. Here we go. And again, the first round of questions will be relatively easy, and they'll get harder as we go. But again, they are just random questions, so uh, there's no favoritism. There's no nothing. All right, Duke. How many innings are in a baseball game? Uh, nine. All right, and then Dave, what was the name of Mickey Mouse's pet dog? Your options are Goofy, Pluto, Minnie, Donald, Mickey Jr. I think it was... uh, It was either one of the first two. I think it was Goofy. Was it Pluto? Pluto. Which one are you going with? Pluto. Pluto is correct. Pluto is correct. We'll give it to you. Duke, what is the atomic sign for helium on the periodic table? Is it H2O, FE, SE, HF, or HE? Oh, wow. For which hydrogen? For. Oh, I was going to say for it, it, for helium. Helium. Yeah. H-E. Yeah. So the, so the question is, what is the automatic, what is the atomic sign for helium on the p- periodic table? Right. Would, I'm going to the H-E. H-E, okay. Correct. Dave, where would you find the Taj Mahal? Is it in China, Pakistan? In India. India is correct. Yeah. Duke. Yo. Which famous woman in history was a lover of Mark Anthony? Cleopatra. Wow, look at these guys. 
They're on fire, man. I know. Definitely on Should, fire. You want to put some money on? I don't know who to put the money on at this point. Both these guys are hitting it out of the park. Well, I've been studying. You had me worried when you said you were bringing uh, Dave on. Yeah, I nearly missed the Mickey Mouse question. And, and then know, Dave, with, Dave with Indy, I was like, wow, that was quick. That was real quick. Yeah. Nice work, guys. Dave, what is the longest river in the world? What is the longest river in the world? Is it the Nile? I think it's the I think it's the Amazon. Amazon's correct. I am. I was going to give you guys a time limit of like seven seconds, so you guys aren't typing it up. But uh, <laughs> make sure there's no fast as I can type. You might as well make it thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Duke. Which is the largest country by land area? Is it the United States, Canada, Russia, Brazil, or India? Which is the um, largest country by land area? Wow. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Russia on that one. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Go ahead and take your, go ahead and take your, your phone call. Yeah, it's on, on the air if you'd like. Sorry about that, guys. I mean, it's okay. We're only on the air. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend doesn't know. She you know she has to type one word. Oh, yeah, I, I only said that to you because you did that to me on the air one time. Yeah. So, you know, payback is, uh, you know. Where am I at? I'm with uh, uh, you're Dave. Go- you're going correct? with Dave. Dave. Who said, one small step for man, one giant leap Neil Armstrong. Bam. <laughs> Dude. Hey, you know, if you take his, his name and initial Neil A backwards, it's alien. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Duke, which Simpsons character shot Mr. Burns? Was it A, Homer Simpson, B, Waylon Smithers, C, Bart Simpson, D, Grandpa Simpson, or E, Maggie Simpson? Yeah, I'm going to guess the same one that took out the local mafia and has knife fights with the raccoon. Uh, that'd be Maggie. Correct going to get harder here. I'm glad you asked him that because I don't watch The Simpsons. That's going to start getting harder here. Uh, a couple more easy easy softballs though for you guys. Uh, Dave, who painted the Mona Lisa? Who painted the Mona Lisa? No choices, huh? I'll give you a couple choices. Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, Galileo Galilea or Sandro Leonardo da Vinci I couldn't think of his name that's the one you got it and then as we keep going there'll be uh, no more options but there's still a couple here Duke which planet is the third closest to the sun Earth Dave in which country did the Olympics originate in Greece you know what? I don't care what Wes said about you guys earlier. You guys are actually pretty smart. <laughs> I told him they were. It's going to get harder, though. It's yeah. going to get harder. Yeah. Our, so so right now it's tied up, guys. It's all tied up. It's tied up. What's the score there? What did it uh, give us a head? Uh, so, so Duke has six questions right. Dave has six questions right as well. Six for six. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. Duke. Thank you. Scurvy is a result of a deficiency in which vitamin? Uh, Vitamin C. Vitamin C, correct. 
Dave. Yes, sir. How many permanent teeth is in the human mouth? How many permanent teeth? 26. That's incorrect. That's 32. It. It's wow. 32. That's it. 32. Yeah, I knew it was one or the other. Oh, I was thinking of a dog's mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Duke, what is the only state that ends with the letter G? What is the only state that ends with the letter G? Time's running out here. Oh, I know what it is. Wyoming. Yep. You just looked that up, didn't you? No. Next door. All I do is look out the window south, and there it is. Dave, what is the only state that ends with the letter K? What is the only state that ends with the letter K? Time's running out. Three seconds. Mm. I don't know. Time is up. I'm running. I'm running them through my mind. I'm not coming up with it. New York. New York is the oh, only there we state go. that ends with the letter K. Yeah. That uh, you, me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's another Simpson question. <laughs> Duke. This vice president shot and killed the president of the United States. This vice president shot and killed the president of the United States. Oh, my God. That's a tough one. Um, Alexander Hamilton? I don't know. Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I knew that one. That was one of the few that I knew. Uh, Dave. Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. <laughs> Here we go, Dave. I love it. Adolf Hitler was also known oh. as blank. What did Adolf Hitler, what was Adolf Hitler also referred to as? He was also known as what? I guess it depends on who you asked. Uh uh, the only thing I can think Two of is seconds. Mein Kampf. I the Führer. I, I, he was also Fuhrer. he was also known oh, as the Führer. Hey guys, you're you're doing an awesome job. We're gonna go ahead and take a break at this time, and uh, I'm gonna tally up the scores on the break, and we'll be back after these words. Score. Where are we at? What do you want score? Duke is at eight. Dave is at six, so you're only two behind, Dave. All right. Homer Simpson. So Dave got three wrong. Duke has one wrong. So we moved to round two. So these questions are worth five points. So, Dave, you can definitely catch up. Uh, and Duke can, t- Duke can steal. So the next round, these are worth five <laughs> points each. So the score is Dave is at six. Uh, Duke is at uh, eight. And Dave is at six. Dave is now. At you six. said the word steal. Can you steal, or what did you? What did that mean? It means you can jump ahead. Since they're worth those, those were oh, worth one you. point, got, and now it's worth five. I points. got you. I got you. He, he misses one. I I, I could overtake him. Okay, a- absolutely. Yep. All right, Dave. Here's an easy one for you. Yes, sir. Hitler's secret service was also known as 
Hitler's yes, yes. Hitler's Secret Service was also known as Special Forces where the SS is uh, three seconds. Uh, I got the name of Pix. I can see him, but I can't think of the word. Oh, you're out of time. The Gestapo. Hitler's Secret Ah, Service was also known as the Gestapo. Oh, man. Duke. Yeah, this is the FEMA of Germany. (laughs) It's all right. You still got... (laughs) You still got time. You still got time. Uh, All right, Duke. Two presidents of the United States were father and son. Their names were... Good Lord. Father and son? Wow. Uh, I'm thinking Roosevelt, but I know that's not right because the second one was actually uh, wasn't one of his sons. was another relative. Three seconds. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to give up on that one. Should we allow? Should we allow the other opponent to steal? Sure, that sounds like fun. Give yeah. me a chance. Let's, right. Let's do it. We'll, uh, we'll we'll give you a chance to steal, Dave. We'll start the. Well, there was uh, there was the, sen- the senior and junior Adams and the senior and junior Bush. I'll accept those. Boom, five points. John Adams and Quincy Adams, and also the Gosh, Bushes. So you're good. correct. So Dave's up five points. Yeah. Duke, you still got a chance to. Uh, to steal here, buddy. He'll make it up. He'll make it up stealing for me. <laughs> we'll see. They're getting pretty tough now. Here we go, Duke. Are you sure? I stole. So you yeah, stole me. That's going to give him a chance to steal. Down. It's actually mine. That oh, gives him he's a chance. right. Actually, he's right. I should, should go back. Should go back to Dave. Goes, I don't, don't want to screw Duke over here. Nope, nope. It goes back to Dave. You're right, Dave. It's, yep. You, you, you're absolutely. Gives him a chance to steal. All right. So here we go, Dave. Set the timer clock here. Ten seconds. The British commander who surrendered before the Americans and French at Yorktown in 1781 was... How? That's incorrect. Duke. The British commander who surrendered before the Americans and French in Yorktown in 1781 was... know this i was there too no I, i'm drawing a blank <laughs> nice i thought it was general Howe. i thought you were gonna say homer simpson <laughs> time is up lord cornwallis Cornwallis. oh that was it oh yeah geez. lord cornwallis i could see his face and i couldn't think what the hell his name was you, you could see his face <laughs> yeah i've seen paintings of the guy before he's a real jerk yeah well you know it's i won't go into it never mind but so now we're back with uh, Duke. Duke. Nixon was succeeded by... A presidential? Who was the next one? Yep. President Nixon was succeeded by... Well, due to the fact that he got impeached, Ford, his vice president, took over. Correct. He would be the next. Five points. Good yeah. job, Duke. Yeah. Dave. The First World War broke out in this year. 
the first world war broke out in this year. Hmm. I think it was 1911. I could be wrong. Incorrect. Dude, do you want to steal? The first world um, war broke out in this year. Uh, 1916? Incorrect. 1914. Damn. Yeah, I was thinking 1911 pistol for the first world war. I don't know why. <laughs> Where are we at with the score, Wood? Uh, we have Duke at... You wanted to talk into that mic? I'm oh, sorry. Then I am talking into a mic. Uh, we have Duke at... 13 points. Dave is at 11. Wow, almost a tie game. Yeah, it's real close. It's within a few points. Real close. All right, Dave. Abraham Lincoln was born in this state. He was a Republican from this state. Oh, I know who he was, and I and it's one of two states. And I, I, I thought he was. This is not my answer. I'm talking out loud. I thought it was Kentucky, and then he moved to Illinois. But it might have been the opposite. Kentucky. Incorrect. Illinois. He was born in Illinois. You didn't give Duke a chance to steal. Oh, I didn't. I'm sorry. I actually did know the answer to that one. <laughs> give me the point. He was a log splitter in Illinois, buddy. Yeah. Well, hey, I told him. It had to be one of the others, so I, yeah. I told him. Yeah, you just screwed Duke out of five points. That's all right. I'll tell you what, Duke. I'll throw you a softball for uh, messing that up. The Second World War ended in this year. The Second World War ended in this year. Is this my question? This is your question, Duke. 1945. Correct. Got it. Dave. Yes, sir. In 1849, gold, the gold rush was due to gold discovered in which state? California. Bam. We got a close game. Close game, fellas. And when we come back from the break, we'll see how close it is. We'll be back after these words. Welcome back to the show, everyone. And Woody, what's the score? Where are we at on this uh, Renegade Trivia Contest? So we got uh, Dave is at uh, 16 points, and Duke is at 18. Man, the crowd doing the side betting on this are freaking out right now. (laughs) (laughs) Place your wagers now, people. (laughs) Where am I at? No, yeah, he just finished with Duke, so we're back, Dave. Okay, Dave. Which president ordered the drop of the atomic bomb on Japan? Harry Truman. Five points. Duke. Yo. Who did not sign the Declaration of Independence? I'll give you a couple options before we start the timer. Who did not sign the Declaration of Independence? John Hancock, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, or Benjamin Franklin? Uh, I'll guess Ben Franklin. Dave. Oh, I thought it was Same ben, question. George I Washington. Was, I, I thought it was Ben Franklin. Say it one more time. George Dave. Washington. George Washington. Dave gets the points. He was on the battlefield. Don't feel bad, Duke. I Actually, he was at Valley Forge. 
Yeah, see, that's where I was at the time. That's why I didn't know who actually signed it. <laughs> uh-huh. You, you feel that? I just Dave, went by you. Dave, Dave, yeah. Dave's starting to run away in points here. So Dave stole that one. Yeah. So I go back to him with a question. Yeah, I can go back to him with a question. In in what year did America land the first man on the moon? Was it 1969? Five points. Well played. Well played, sir. Well played. Duke. Which president was the only one to serve more than two terms? Was it George Washington? Five points for Delano Roosevelt. You're correct. Dave, true or false? Nixon was impeached for Watergate. True or false? False is correct. Duke. Who wrote The Adventures of Huckleberry Huckleberry Finn? Who who wrote The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? Uh, Actual name or pen name? I'll accept either or. Samuel Clements, a.k.a. Mark Twain. Bam. Mark Twain. Five points. Well played, sir. Dave. When, refer- when referring to computer memory, what does the acronym RAM stand for? I give up. Give Duke a chance. Do you want to... Do you want to... You still got... You still got seven steal seconds. It, steal it, Duke. Steal it, Duke. All right. Duke, when referring to computer memory, what does the acronym RAM stand for? Uh, the AM, I think, is available memory. I'm not sure if the what first letter is ready or... Can I answer it? What? Go, you, well, you're not part of the game. Okay. Go ahead, Woody. Random access memory. <laughs> Random access memory is what it stands for. There you go. I'll give it to you, Duke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woody's got five points. Yeah, Woody's got five points. Woody's on the board. Yeah. Yep. All right. If so both of us blow it, then give the question to Woody, and we'll see if he can catch it. If he wins, we'll know the game is fixed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't heard these questions. No, no, it's not fixed. Actually, Woody hasn't. I, I didn't he hear. He hasn't them. seen these questions. Not these ones, huh? Uh, so I'll go back to uh, I'll go back to Dave on this one. Dave. Uh, yes, sir. How many Super Bowl rings did Troy Aikman win? With the Dallas Cowboys, how many Super Bowl rings did Troy Aikman win with the Dallas Cowboys? Seven. That's incorrect. Duke, how many Super Bowl rings did Troy Aikman win? Uh, four. That's incorrect. Three. We neither one do the answer. <laughs> the correct answer is three. Troy Aikman won three Super Bowl rings. Well, it's Troy Aikman. We don't care. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Point taken. Yeah. Yeah. What team was he on? Yeah. Sportsman, not a sports fan. Yeah. That's right. I don't even like his commentary, so whatever. <laughs> Wait, he can talk? Where are we at with the, the points, Woody? Where are we at here so okay. far? Uh, give me... Go good. Go ahead and ask. He's going to calculate the points. Yeah, let, let me uh, add them up. Uh, we got uh, Duke's at twenty-eight, thirty-six for Dave. Wow, oh, twenty-eight. Dave's it's still a close game. Still a close game, fellas. All right, Duke. In what year was the United States Constitution written? In what year was the United States Constitution written? Oh. Uh, 
1779. That's incorrect. Dave, in what year was the United States Constitution written? Well, let's try 1778. That's incorrect. 1787. Close, I guess. Well, that was my second guess. Dave. Yes, sir? Who was the first billionaire in the United States? Who was the first billionaire in the United States? I saw a TV show about it. Um, Two seconds. Was his last name Astor? Incorrect. Duke. Who was the first billionaire in the United States? I really don't know this one. I'll just guess Rockefeller. That is correct. Rockefeller. Oh, was it Rockefeller? Five points for Duke. All right. So that well, that was a steal from Duke. So I'll go back to Duke. Duke, who is next in line to succeed the president after the vice president? Who is next in line to succeed the president after the vice president? Oh. Isn't it the head of the Senate? Three seconds. Need you more specific. Wow. Uh, speaker? No, I don't know. I give up. Dave. Speaker Who's, of the House. Speaker of the House is correct. Five points for... Um, God, God help us if Paul Ryan gets in. <laughs> Who was that? that? Was Dave just answering that, that one? That was Dave. Okay. That was still from Dave. Duke had it. I knew he had it. <laughs> he almost had the whole thing. All right. So we'll go to Dave. You got to answer with gusto, even if it's Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at 33 for Duke, 41 for Dave. 33, 41. Ooh, close, ooh. Still a close game. Still a close game. Dave. I'm wanting a Sasquatch Chronicles hat. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> Me too, actually. Dave, which state in the United States is the smallest? Which state in the United States is the smallest? Uh, I believe it's Rhode Island. Rhode Island is correct? Yeah, there we go. It was either that or Delaware. Okay. Duke. Snoopy from the comic Peanuts is what breed of dog? He's a beagle. Bam. That's correct. Five points. Even though he doesn't look like a beagle, he's a beagle. Do I get five points, too, for knowing that one? (laughs) He acts like a beagle. They all like to sit in their doghouses and pretend they're World War I fighter pilots. (laughs) Yeah, he rides a doghouse for there. All right, this is getting a little tougher here. Dave. How many U.S. Supreme Court justices are there? How many Supreme? Nine. Nine is correct. Wow. Great job. Five points for uh, Dave. And then after this next question, Woody will give us an update on uh, where we're at with points. Duke, what was the name of the 1999 American found footage horror film about three student co- student filmmakers that disappeared in the woods? What was the name of the 1999 American found footage horror film about three... F- Blair Witch Project. Bam. I actually knew that one. We got a game. <laughs> we got a game for sure. Two gladiators. Who will come out on top? Will it be Duke or will it be Dave? 
We'll continue the game right after these words from our sponsor. Yeah, let's get an update on the score. Where are we uh, at? So we got Duke at 38, and we have Dave at 51. Wow. I got a hat. You want to up the, hat my how many, Do we have some more questions? Do you want to up the points some I more? I got plenty of questions. Should we up it so we can? Let's go up. So these next following questions are worth 10 points each. Give you a chance to, to jump ahead here. I left off with Duke. So Dave. Yes, sir. In what month is the Earth closest to the sun? In what month is the Earth closest to the sun? December. That's incorrect. Duke, in what month is the Earth closest to the sun? Is that a trick question? Uh, July. That's incorrect. It's January. Is it really January. January? It's really January? January. I would have thought it would have been more of a summer month. Summer month, me too. Yeah. Yeah, we're tilted. Well, it, uh, it depends on where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I pre- you know, I appreciate you guys coming on because a lot of these questions I, I think I would have yeah, really I mean, stumbled over. And there's you, a lot I would have missed. I you, mean, you guys are doing uh, – that's why I wanted to pin you two together because you guys are doing – I, I would have guessed a summer month too on that. I would have too. I would have said July or August. Yeah. It's it's um, but wh- who was it? Was it Dave or Duke? When you guys when you guys said it depends where you're at. So I guess that would be, yep. You know what I mean? It, it could be July here and August here and really hot, but it's colder in hell somewhere else. You know what I mean? Well, the tilt of the Earth is what's determining when it's summer and when it's winter. The the orbit isn't completely circular. There is a period where it's a little bit closer, uh, and that's why January. Let, let's everyone just relax. Let's all just settle down here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want I want you to prove this. <laughs> no, I'm just having fun. With, I'm just having fun with you. But I would have thought I would have said August, July, or August. Is what I so Duke didn't get that, and uh, Dave didn't get that. So we'll start with Duke. So we're yeah, we're back Duke, to yeah. we're back to Duke. Yeah, and I can't believe some of these questions are worth ten points, but because um, <laughs> uh, I got even, I got even harder questions. But uh, I guess well, throw some easy ones at me, man. <laughs> All right, here we go. Have them pick. Have them pick. You want a five-point question? You want a ten-point question? What do you want? Now we'll go ten points. Okay. Make it simple. Duke, which U.S. president was known as a great communicator? Which U.S. president was known as a great communicator? Ronald Reagan. That's correct. Ten points. There you go again. (laughs) Uh, That's it. Dave. Wow, it's close now. Yes, sir. How old must a person be in order to run for the President of the United States? 35. 35's correct. 10 points for Dave. Duke, in what type of restaurant would you typically find the condiment wasabi? Uh, Japanese sushi, probably. That's correct. Uh, and I'll ask this question to Dave. Otherwise, we'll get a long speech from Duke on this one. Um, Dave. You still might if I miss it. No, well, I just... Uh, I, I, hey, better make sure you don't miss it, because I'm going to give a long speech. Yeah, yeah please, 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 Dave, answer you're this the wor- You're the worst game show host ever, man. 
Please, please David, answer this question correctly because I, I really don't want to hear the speech about this one. Oh, Dave. Yes, sir. In what state was President Barack Obama born? In what state was President Barack Obama born? This is Kenya State. Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii is correct. Hawaii is correct. Thank you for getting that one correct. Oh, you guys are killing yeah, me. Like, you know what? Throw an extra 10 points on there just yeah, so we yeah. didn't have to I go mean, to You know what? Like, I already did it. <laughs> it would have it been a mess. <laughs> Sorry, Duke. I'll just make it an extra sweatshirt. That's okay. Yeah, yeah we'll, that we'll throw in something. Yeah, yeah. Throw an extra beanie or something. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Duke. What is a baby rabbit called? What is a baby rabbit called? Uh, A bunny. Incorrect. Dave, what is a baby rabbit called? Homer Simpson. (laughs) It's called a kitten or a kit for short. It's called a kitten? It's called a kitten, a baby rabbit. Are called... you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> That's news to me, but uh-huh. yeah, makes sense. I had a name for him. And so uh, we'll start with Duke again. Kitten. Huh. Duke. In computer science, what does GUI stand for? In computer science, what does the term GUI stand for? Wow, I don't have a clue on that one. Over Simpson. You got five seconds. Mm, no idea. Dave, in computer uh, science. <laughs> Over Simpson. Oh. Can I get five points? Go ahead, Woody, give us the answer. GUI user interface. Graphical. Oh, graphical. E- graphical. <laughs> uh, Graphical it's user It's embarrassing interface. when the guy... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm back to zero now, right? <laughs> well, Woody can't see the questions or the answers. So he oh, okay. Know. I was going to say, Woody. Uh, uh, never mind. Yeah, no, he can't see the questions or the answers. I feel for you, man. Uh, I feel for you. And you know what? Oh, man, I can't so believe I missed that one. We'll go back. Yeah, we're too old for that question. Oh, come on now. Can we delete that part out, do you think? <laughs> All right, Duke. Come on now. I, would, I, would I went to college. Well, I, well, I didn't, I didn't say Homer Simpson. I mean, you know. <laughs> when I went to college, nobody had a computer. All right. What do you want to give us an update on the scores? Uh, yeah, so we got, uh, we have Duke at 58. And Dave is at 71. Ah. Uh, Duke. And, and I'm zero. Yeah, and Woody's at zero. All right, Duke. Did you take his five points? What did he do? Yeah, he, uh, well, he's just a scorekeeper. Yeah, I'm just a scorekeeper. <laughs> All right, here we go, Duke. Give them a, a t-shirt. <laughs> who, who was the first president of the United States to live in the White House? Who was the first president of the United States to live in the White House? I guess Thomas Jefferson. That's incorrect. Dave, who was the first president of the United States to live in the White House? I'm typing as fast as I can. Never mind. Um, Jackson. 
That's incorrect. I know that's not right. It was yeah, John Adams. John Adams was the yeah, first Johnson. president. John Adams. John Adams. He was the first president to leave. John Adams. Hmm. There you go. Well, I was worried about these I, questions. I know, the, the, I know the front door. The front door was always open, and you could just walk in and, and say, "How you doing?" Yeah. Well, they I finally had to kick the loafers out. I wasn't around during that time, so I wouldn't know. Um, let's see. <laughs> we'll go. I started with Duke. I resemble that statement. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you started with Duke, uh, went to Dave for for the second question. And now we're back to Duke, or, or for him to. All right, to so we're back to, we're back uh, to Duke. Duke. Duke, who is remembered for his large, stylish signature on the United States Declaration of Independence? Who is remembered for his large, stylish signature on the United States Declaration of Independence? Go. Uh, John Hancock. There you go. He said, I don't want King George to have to squint for mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when he puts us in front of a firing squad, he better find me first. There's only like a three-point difference right now. What's the score? Give us an update on the score. Where are we at? So we got Duke at 668. Uh, Dave is at 71. Wow, close game, guys. Real close game. Mm-hmm. I guess after this many questions, too. And I, I feel like Ben Stein on one of those bad shows when the contestant was winning. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, I was next, but I gave Woody that question. I mean, uh, uh, Duke that question. So I ought to get an extra five points for that in case he wins. You know, I, uh, I'd at least get a hat on the deal. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll work something out for you. Yeah, Dave. Mm-hmm. What is a yes, what is the world's largest ocean? Pacific. Pacific is correct. Ding, ding, ding. That should have been a five point question. Which which is the most radioactive ocean? Same one. There you go. Duke. Water boils at what temperature? Water boils at what temperature? Fahrenheit or Celsius? <laughs> I'll, accept, I'll accept either or. 212 Fahrenheit. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That was Duke, right? That was Duke. He got it. Oh, I was thought you were joking. <laughs> no, I know the answer to both of them. <laughs> what is it in Celsius? That's embarrassing. It's Celsius, it's 100. 100? Yeah, it's 100 in Celsius. I didn't know that was my mask. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what painter is famous for cutting off part of his ear? Van Gogh. Van Gogh is correct. And after this next round of questions, Woody will give us an update on the uh, score. Uh, Duke, what actor played the main character in the 1990 film Edward Scissorhands? What actor played the main character? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is correct. Yeah, we just friended him today. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, was, I just went, seriously? There's some synchronicity for you. That was uh, that was Duke, correct? That was Duke. Okay. Let me give uh, Dave a question, then we'll come up with the uh, points. And they're going to start getting they're going to start getting tougher here, guys. Yeah. Dave, what natural yes, phenomenon is measured by the Richter scale? What natural phenomenon is measured? Earthquake. By the, earthquake is correct. Yeah. Got an update on? Yeah, I got an update. So. Uh, with that last one that Dave got, 
So, Duke, you're at 88 points, and uh, Dave, you were at 101. Still close. Duke, in which state was the first oil well drilled in the United States? In which state was the first oil well drilled in the United States? Uh, Oklahoma. That's incorrect. Dave for the steal. In what Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Wow, I can't believe you knew that. Was it really Pennsylvania? It was Pennsylvania. Uh, I didn't know that either, dude. Oil. Don't feel bad. Standard oil. I would have said Texas. I said I would have said Texas as well. Then, then they came to Oklahoma, and then they went on out to California, and if they hadn't been for Oklahoma, there wouldn't have been a movie business in California or an oil business in California, and if it wasn't for the Okies that went out, there wouldn't even be a citrus business in Oklahoma, in California. I would have definitely said Texas. That's what I would have said. Duke, what famous musician was shot by Mark David Chapman in the year 1980? Right in New York, John Lennon. John Lennon is correct. All right, Dave. Yes, sir. Guinness beer was first brewed in which country? Say it again. I, I missed the first thing you said. Guinness beer was first brewed okay. in which country? Ireland. Say it one more time. Ireland. I think Ireland. you. Ireland's correct. Yeah. Okay. Duke. What former planet was demoted to a dwarf planet in 2006? Pluto. Oh, what a ripoff. That's correct. Dave, what is the world's smallest country? Uh, Lichtenstein. No, that's wrong. It's, uh, oh man, it sits right there between France and Switzerland. And, uh, mm, 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 mm. Four seconds. Oh, come on. Um, I was going to say Liechtenstein, but I don't believe that's it. It's it's, um, it's right next to Switzerland. Duke, what okay, is the world... Now that I told you where it's at, Duke, go ahead. Duke, what is, <laughs> what is the world's smallest country? Vatican City. Vatican City is correct. Oh, crap. And that was Duke. That was Duke. That was Duke. Um, well... Pony hats on a cracker. Yeah, Liechtenstein's tiny, but Vatican City's even smaller. Yeah, well, they ought to. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so we're back. So, so Duke, you right now you're sitting at uh, 118, and Dave, you are at 111. Duke just took the lead. Woohoo! So that what was du- Duke for the steal. So Duke, that was Duke for the steal. This is your question. At what temperature are Celsius and Fahrenheit equal? At what temperature are Celsius and Fahrenheit equal? You better get that one because I know it. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. Five, four, yeah, three, two. No pressure. I'll just think. guess 50. I don't know what it is. Yeah, let him think. We'll start the goal. We'll, get, we'll, we'll give you we'll, a few we'll, more seconds. We'll here. give you a few more seconds. At what temperature are Celsius and Fahrenheit equal? <laughs> Dave. <laughs> All right, Dave. What 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 temperature are Celsius and Fahrenheit? Minus forty. Minus forty is correct. Minus forty, huh? Okay. Didn't know that. 
Well, so that actually there was only like an eight point difference. So I think that Dave actually just took the lead there. I, when I, I lived in Colorado, they'd have the thermometer up on the wall and it had Celsius and Fahrenheit, and it'd be minus forty on both of them because it was cold. <laughs> All right, so uh, Duke, break me out. Actually, this would go Hold to Dave since ways. Dave stole it. Yeah, Dave stole it. So it goes back to Dave. All right, Dave. Dave, what are the five boroughs of New York City? Brooklyn, uh, Queens, uh, oh, Manhattan, uh, uh, Staten Island, and uh, Brooklyn, Queens, uh, Staten Island, and uh, Long Island. That's incorrect. Duke. What are the five boroughs of of New York City? Now that I told you, <laughs> they play, uh, one, they play Miami. One. That's the sixth borough. Yeah, that, that's it. No, California. <laughs> uh, uh, Miami's the sixth borough in New York. I'll guarantee you. Yeah, I've never been to New York. I have no guess on that. The five boroughs of New York City are the Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, Bronx. and Brooklyn. I got. I missed the Bronx. I can't believe I missed the Bronx over there. That was pretty close. I had no idea. Uh, so pretty close. Now we'll go back to Duke. Duke, how many states border the Pacific Ocean? How many states uh, border the Pacific Ocean? Four. Dave, how many states yes. border the Pacific Ocean? California, Oregon, and Washington, and Alaska, and Hawaii. Correct. Five. Five. Correct. That was Dave. Hawaii sneaks up on you every time. Dave, where was Wild Bill Hickok killed? Deadwood. Deadwood is correct. Deadwood is correct. Out in the back, holding aces and eights. Well, you called a dead man's hand. You should have. uh, You should have not answered that. Because here's Duke's question. Duke, Uh-oh. while Bill go. Hickok was playing <laughs> poker when he was killed by Jack McCall, what cards was oh, he holding? Go. Aces and eights. That's correct. Dead man's hand. Yep. Did you already know that, Duke? I did actually already know that. I'm kind of well, a fan of the Hickok, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I wasn't a fan of Hickok, but I watched the movie. <laughs> so we'll start with uh, Duke. Duke, what disease did Doc Holliday die from? What did he suffer from, and what did he eventually killed him? Uh, consumption. That's correct. I'll accept that. Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Yeah. That was the old-time name for it. Dave, Billy the Kid, what was his real name? William Bonney. That was an alias, but what was his real name? Ho ho! And I'll go to I'll go to Duke on this uh, because we'll accept that as the incorrect answer. Uh, Duke, what was Billy the Kid's real name? Damn! Now I used to know man this and I, too. You get this one, you deserve the game. Oh man, I used to know this one too. My dad would kick my ass if he was still alive because I don't remember it anymore. <laughs> His re- oh man, no, I, I just don't know. His real name was Henry McCarty. There you go. He oh, went, that's right. I remember that now. He went with he went by William H. Bonney, but that was an alias. That's what I would have said too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Dave, who yes, was the Indian war leader in the Sioux War of 1876 to 1877? Sioux. That was Sitting Bull. That's incorrect. Duke, who oh. was the Indian war leader in the Sioux War of 1876 to 1877? to say red claw but i don't think that's right either is that what you want to go with yes i don't yeah i guess crazy horse crazy horse so now we'll go to duke you want the totals first yeah give us the totals where are we at in points okay so it's like a basketball game it's like a basketball game i was gonna ask duke if you wanted to phone a friend on that last one but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh duke you're sitting i would like to yeah yeah i bet you would well don't call me because i i'm no help but uh <laughs> duke uh your total is 138 and dave you're sitting at 141 so uh Good i Lord. mean you, you guys are within one question of of who wins or loses. I don't know how many more questions Wes has, but uh, it, it's pretty important to answer these questions. This is very important for Sasquatch Chronicles gear. <laughs> All right, Duke. This 2016 superhero film sees our hero, Wade Wilson, hunting down the man who gave him a scarred physical appearance. This two- Deadpool. Deadpool's correct. So, Duke took the lead right there. Dave, Oscar the Grouch used to be blank, but Jim Henson decided to make him green before the second season of Sesame Street. Oscar the Grouch used to be this color before Jim Henson decided to make his color green before the second (laughs) season of Sesame Street. Is that really an appropriate question for me? Uh, Pink. That's incorrect. Duke. Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> used- I, th- I think I might know this one if Duke doesn't know it. But go ahead, let Duke. Let Duke go. go go ahead, Duke. Oscar the Grouch. Well, I'm down to two two potential colors, and I was so little I can't remember which one it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with brown. Brown is incorrect. Go ahead, Woody. Scorekeeper, what do you got? Blue, probably. Yeah. I'm reaching pretty far on this one, but I'm gonna say orange. Orange is correct. Oscar, wow. Oscar the Grouch was I orange. Got, I got my five points. Well, isn't yeah, that you a know kind of you, you know what's purple in a thousand pieces? Barney in a blender. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start with uh, Duke. Duke, true or false? Only female mosquitoes will bite you. True. It's true. Well played, sir. Dave. Hey, mosquitoes are the state bird in Minnesota where I came from, so of course I know that answer. <laughs> Dave, how many branches of government are there? Three. Three is correct. Duke, this judge makes $45 million a year. Wow, they're heavily overpaid. Uh <laughs> Judge Janine Pirro. That's incorrect. Dave, this judge makes $45 million a year. Judge Judy. Bam. Judge Judy is correct. Duke, the moon is a comet, satellite, 
star or planet? The moon it is a satellite. You got it. Satellite is correct. Uh, Dave, how many book? How many books are in the Bible? Sixty-six. That's correct. Well, well played, sir. Mm-hmm. Duke, who was the third yeah. president of the United States? Who was the third president of the United States? I'll throw a couple options at you. Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, John Adams, or Thomas Jefferson? Adams. That's incorrect. Dave, who was the third president? Say it one more time. Jefferson. Jefferson's correct. Had to be one or the other. Yeah. So that would... So that was Dave. Ten more points. Well, that was Dave, correct? Yeah. Ten more points. I think in future shows you shouldn't be able to steal because he already knocked out one of them oh, and made it easier to. Okay, so. Okay, so here's the total total guys. I gave him four of the five boroughs, and he still didn't know. No. So we got. Just don't care anything about New York. Never will. Actually, know that. I gave him five of the six boroughs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go with uh, let's go back to Woody. Woody, give us an update on the score. Okay, so. Uh, Dave basically just answered four questions in a row. Uh, Duke, you're sitting at 168. Dave, you're at 191. 191, okay. First one to 500 wins it. Duke, Albany is the capital of which state? Albany. New York. New York is correct. Dave, how many ounces are in a gallon? 16. That's incorrect. Duke. Oh, man, what did I just say? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no yeah, he's actually... No, 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 shut up. Don't say anything more, Dave. Don't say anything more. Over some, okay, over some... I'm going to shut my mouth. Never mind. <laughs> no, I'm going to shut my mouth. No, you're fine. I, I thought that... I thought that... I misunderstood the question. I thought it was how many quarts were in gallon. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll, the, I'll sit back here and, <laughs> and do nothing. Duke, how many ounces are in a gallon? Sixty-four. Yep. It's incorrect. It's one twenty-eight. Really? I'd have been wrong if I said it twice. If I got That's the other half gallon. If I got. Yep. Is that a metric gallon? Celsius <laughs> 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 gallon. <laughs> Dave, what is another word for lexicon? What is another word it's for your lexicon. lexicon? It's in your... Well, it's, uh, I guess, dictionary. Dictionary is correct. Duke. Name the largest freshwater lake in the world. Name the largest freshwater lake in the world. Uh, by volume or surface area? Uh, I'll bet Lake Superior. Superior is correct. I think that would be surface area. Dave. Yes, sir. Which garden is considered to be among the seven wonders of the ancient world? Say it one more time. Which garden is considered to be among the seven wonders? The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. That's correct. Duke. Name the three primary colors. Name the three primary colors. Uh, 
Four seconds. Yellow. He got, got it. We'll play yep, it. That's, that's it. Red, blue, and yellow. Dave. I knew that. And why yes, are sir? they the why are they the three primary colors? Let's not read too much into it here. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dave. <laughs> what yep. continent has the fewest flowering plants? What continent Antarctica. Antarctica's correct. Well played. That, oh. was, that was Dave, correct. That was Dave, yeah. Duke. Name the world's biggest island. Name the world's biggest island. Uh, um, Australia. That's incorrect. Dave, name the really. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. Name the world's biggest island, Dave. Um. Uh, come on, I want to lay you. That's like it, Hawaii. Greenland. Never mind. Greenland. There you go. Hey. Uh, Duke. In which season do most burgl- burglaries take place? Mm. Summer. In- That's incorrect. Dave. In which season do most burglaries take place? Spring. That's incorrect. It's winter. I was going to say everybody's on vacation. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs> back to uh Christmas. let's go back to Dave. Dave, what is the only rock that is rarely eaten by humans? Um salt. Salt is correct. What do you mean rarely? It's all over the place. <laughs> In every damn thing you, you said regularly, not regularly. Oh, regularly. Okay. Yeah, regularly. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the totals. Okay, so the totals are Duke, you're at 168. Dave, you're at 231. I've never been at 231 before. <laughs> I've never weighed 231 before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Duke. Who was the oldest elected president? Was it Zachary Taylor? Dwight Eisenhower? James Buchanan or Ronald Reagan? Reagan. Reagan is correct. Ten points for Duke. Dave, who was the first president to appear on TV? Was it John F. Kennedy, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Franklin D. Roosevelt, or Harry S. Truman? Hold on before you answer. Eisenhower. Hold on. You know what? Hold on for a second. I, did I say 168 for Duke on the last one? Yeah. Okay, I screwed up. Duke, you're actually right now at 216, and Dave, okay. you're at 231. I, I, it's my fault, but it's 216 to 231 right now. All right, so we got a tight game, and uh, we're back with uh, Dave. Dave, what was your answer? Eisenhower. Eisenhower is incorrect. Duke, who was the first president to appear on TV? Was it John F. Kennedy? Dwight D. Eisenhower, Franklin D. Roosevelt, or Harry S. Truman? Uh, That still is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to guess Truman. That was it. The correct answer is Roosevelt. Franklin D. Roosevelt. I was afraid of that. Are you kidding me? He was the first to appear on TV. Really? Nobody had a TV, though. That was the problem. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was like five people watching them all in D.C. (laughs) Literally, nobody had a TV. These guys are killing me. So I'll go back to Duke. 
because he... I bet you it was on the radio, too, though. ...had the steal yep. of the question. So, Duke. Yeah, it's like a two-point question. It's like a two-answer question. I mean... What do you mean? Well, I mean, within within two points of, uh, or two questions away from Dave. Okay. Here we go. Getting down to the nitty gritty here, fellas. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you playing a 300 or are you going to be, what do you guys want to do? Because we're we're within a couple questions of 300, like three questions. Let's just play to 300 then. Okay. You better get, you better get a couple, dude. (laughs) I think, I think that we should just be everybody get. Still trophy just for play. I think you're right. <laughs> Wes, get your checkbook out. Start sending them. Give us a score one more time, Woody. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have me have this all up again. So Duke, I think Duke was at two sixteen, and the last I counted, uh, Duke was two sixteen. Dave was two thirty one. Okay, two sixteen, two thirty one. Duke, who is known as the father of the Constitution? The Thomas Jefferson. That's incorrect. Dave, who was known as the father of the Constitution? Hmm. Three seconds. Actually, I think it was Hancock, wasn't it? James Madison. 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 Oh, I said Madison. Oh, oh, oh. He was known as the father of the Constitution. Duke, this famous president said, speak softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> the mighty Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt's correct. It's tight. It's, it's going to be a tight. It's going to be tight. Uh, Dave. Okay. Who was the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms? Was it Ronald Reagan, Woodrow Wilson, Theodore Roosevelt, or or Grover Cleveland? Who was the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms? Okay, it wasn't Roosevelt. I don't think. Three Cleveland. seconds. Cleveland? Cleveland is correct. Robert Cleveland. I, I didn't know, but I knew it wasn't any of the other three. Homer Simpson. <laughs> Dude. Monty Burns. Which state is called the Cornhusker State? Wow. Uh, Which state is called the Cornhusker State? No multiple guess on this one. Uh, God. If I had it, I'd give you a multiple guesses. But yeah. Um, Jesus, I don't remember. Iowa. Dave. Which state? Karnak says Nebraska. Nebraska is correct. We play them in football. Ah, no wonder you know. Uh-huh. Dave, what did people in the Middle Ages throw at a bride and groom? This is a Done. trick question. It's not a trick question. Very small rocks. What... What did people throw? In the Middle Ages, the what mi- did they throw at brides and grooms? Um, mud. That's incorrect. Duke. What did Rice. You- that's incorrect. Eggs. In eggs? The, eggs? Fucking yeah. eggs at people? <laughs> In the Middle Ages, they used to throw <laughs> eggs at the bride and groom. Like, 
I got peppered by rice one time, felt like I got hit by a shotgun, the guy had an arm on him. I can't even imagine what getting hit with an egg would have felt like. They raw? That was my next question. <laughs> All right. So this one goes to Duke, I believe, correct? Duke, yeah. Yeah. Duke. I still can't believe eggs. <laughs> What's a water? I guess it was a sign, sign of sign of uh, of fertility. Yeah, that's why eggs are associated to the Easter. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine getting thrown with eggs. Uh, Duke, what's a water moccasin often called due to its white and the inside of its mouth? What's Todd a odd mouth? That's correct. Want to give us an update on Square? You want to do two more? Maybe. No, sure. We're at uh, Duke two thirty eight, uh, Dave two fifty one. Oh, close game. Yeah, it's very close. Uh, still it's very close. Very close game. All right, and I'm at five points. Hey <laughs> man, here's an easy one for you guys, Dave. This is the only kind of fruit that has its seeds on the outside. This is the only kind of fruit that has its seeds on the outside. Hmm. Hmm. The Simpson berry. Incorrect. I have no, no clue. Duke. This is the only one kind of fruit that has its seeds on the outside. Wow. I know it ain't a tomato. Um, it's called pineapple. That's incorrect. Is it strawberry? Strawberry. Well, strawberry is the only oh, fruit. Strawberry. I got 10 points. You guys better pick game on that. That's all I got to say. It's my favorite fruit. Duke. 33% of the world's population can't do this with their fingers. 33% of the world's population can't do this with their fingers. Only one or the other. Um, plug their ears? No, let me think. Uh, can't do this with their fingers. Snap them? I don't know. That's correct. Is it really? 30% of the world's population. Is it going to be cross them or snap them? One or the other. Yeah. Yep. That's correct. Dave, which atmospheric gas is the most common? Common. Hydrogen. That's incorrect. Duke, which atmospheric gas is the most common? Nitrogen. Nitrogen is correct. I have a feeling Duke looked that one up. Well, where is it at? I knew, I, mean, I knew that one, too. It's a lot more than the oxygen we got, I'll tell you that. It's the biggest percentage of the atmosphere on this planet. So, do, so, really? so this is where... So I, I was thinking it was a, hydrogen was H2O, you know. Yep. So Woody's going to give us an update on the score. Where are we at, Woody? So, so the update More on the, than water. So the update on the score, guys, is Duke. With that last question, you actually took the lead, and you're sitting. Yeah. You're actually sitting at two fifty eight. Dave, you're at two fifty one, man. So uh, still a close if, game. If we're playing to three hundred, uh, we're getting we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. All right, here we go. So I started with. Um, it goes to Dave. Goes to Dave. Okay. Or wait a minute, no, because Dave missed that question and went to Duke. Duke oh, got it. Duke got it, so it's Duke's. So it's Duke's question. That's correct. Thank you, Woody. That's what I'm here for. These gods are mocked. 
Duke, what is the name of the device that's added to a car's exhaust system to reduce pollution? What is the name of the device that's added to a car's exhaust system to reduce pollution? Um, catalytic converter. Oh. Make the run like crap. Well done. <laughs> Dave, which mammal which mammal has the longest digesti- digestion period? Like mush mouth tonight. I, yeah, I don't know what the answer is. Which mammal has the longest I would say... I got gas, but... The elephant. That's correct. Well played. I wouldn't have known that. You're Did kidding. you know that? You're freaking kidding me. Nope, that's correct. Elephant. He's got fast it's, internet. He's, I just went for the biggest gut in a mammal. No, you have yeah. fast internet. <laughs> yeah, you could have picked whale, too. I'm joking. I'm joking, Dave. Uh, not a mammal. Well, yeah, it is a mammal. Yeah. Whale. <laughs> no, you got the right answer. Okay, so uh, so we're getting really close, so I'm going to give you guys a little update again. Uh, Duke, you're still sitting at 268, and Dave, you are making a comeback at 261, brother. There you wow. go. Here we go, Duke. What was the first planet to be discovered using the telescope in 1781? What was the first planet to be discovered? Using the telescope in 1781. Uh, well, probably not Earth. Um, I'll try Mars. That's incorrect. Dave, what was the first planet to be discovered using the telescope in 1781? <laughs> Better wait years to say this. Uranus. <laughs> that's correct. That's, that's right, right? I can't believe he knew that. Is that. That's right, right? That is correct. Okay. That's funny, dude. Don't feel bad, dude, because I... Yeah, I, the nowadays the name's too objectionable. They're going to change it to your rectum so it doesn't bother. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that one. So Dave needs three questions to win. Duke, you need four. All right. And so we start with uh, Dave, since he stole that one. Dave, which country leads in the production of rubber? Which country leads in the production of rubber? Is it A, Australia, B, India, or C, Malaysia? Malaysia. That's correct. Wow. They got oil and they got rubber, and that's about it. Duke. What was the name of the ship on which the pilgrims traveled to North America in 1620? What was the name of the ship on which the pilgrims traveled to North America in 1620? The Mayflower. Correct. Dave, what is the longest river in the United States? What is the longest... Mississippi is correct. Duke, which state is the biggest in area in the United States? Alaska. Alaska's correct. Okay, so here we are, guys. Duke, you're 288. Dave, you're 291. Wow. We're at at 10-point questions, so you guys do the math. So here we go. Wes, next question. All right, this goes off to uh, Dave. Dave's up. Dave's up. Okay. Better, 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 better. Swing. Swish. 
I think you should make these next couple questions kind of hard because we're, we're. I mean, we're within a few questions of one of the game. Let's let's make it entertaining. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Dave. Entertaining for who? For, <laughs> <laughs> for me, I guess. I don't know. Dave, what do the letters yes, NCAA? What do they stand for? The letters in NCAA. National Collegiate Athletic Association. He's a basketball guy. He said that earlier in the freaking show. We'll give Duke one more. No. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> sportsman, not a sportsman. Who played Batman in the 1999 or 1989 Tim Burton version of the film? Who played, and this is for Duke, who played Batman in the 1989 Tim Burton version of the film? Michael Keaton. That's correct. That's a pretty easy. It's, I don't know what you want to do. I mean, wasn't easy for me. I'm not a Batman fan. I had to think. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know what you want to. I don't know what you want to do here. What, what, what's the score? Where are we at? Okay. Well, Duke's sitting at two ninety eight, and and Dave is at three hundred one. So technically, Dave would have won. I feel the question you gave Dave was. I think we should do two more questions. Two more questions. Okay. And make them and make I mean, what do you guys feel about that? How do you feel about it? Just throw questions I mean, at us until somebody misses one and so then declare the other. So so basically the next person that answers the correct question and we'll give if so let's say let's say if Dave answers her correct question and Duke answers the next correct question, let's go until someone misses. Okay, no misses more one. steals and question for question. Okay. I'm yeah. cool with that. Are you cool with that, Wes? cool with that. I'm running low on questions. Uh, are you, well, whoever are you blows it, whoever doesn't answer the question next can just be I mean, the, I mean, be not the loser. I mean, the loser. We're only talking a few points here, and the the basketball question that you came up with, uh, let's, uh, let's do something. Let's continue this on a few more questions. See what happens. Okay. It's only fair. And I mean, we'll trim it down. We'll trim it down. You have five seconds to answer these next two questions. We'll fair make enough. it even more. Fair enough. So this goes to Dave, I believe, correct? Uh, that would be Dave. He was at 301. Duke was at 298 with uh, the last question. I can't remember what it was, but we're at Dave right now. All right, Dave. Five seconds. I thought I answered National Collegiate Athletic Association, and that was the last question. <laughs> oh, he did. So no, you it goes did. to Duke. You did. So it would go to Duke. He's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm wrong all the time, so that's cool. Yeah, it would go to Duke. Okay. <laughs> All right, Duke. You got five points. <laughs> oh, five, five seconds, Duke. You're great. And some of these are easier because uh, I skipped over some of them earlier. In what state in the United States would you find Fort Knox? Kentucky. Correct. Dave, Superman is a fictional superhero from what fictional planet? Krypton. Duke, what animal is the symbol of the United States Democratic Party? Um, uh, the jackass. I'll the donkey. Accept, I'll accept that, yeah, the donkey. Dave, Joseph Smith was a founder of what religion? Mormonism. Duke, what ingredient in bread causes it to rise? Uh, 
Yeast. That's correct. Dave, in the United States, which breed of dog is commonly known as a firehouse dog? Dalmatian. Duke, who directed the 1977 movie Star Wars? George Lucas. Okay, you gotta slow down. Slow down for. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me, let me freaking catch up here. <laughs> uh, okay, so who's the next question on? It's going to uh, Dave. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> You're going so fast. I'm like, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. ten. So remember, you only have five seconds to answer this. Yeah. This goes to Dave. Actually, Duke's ahead right now by seven points. Dave will both answer correctly, though. You want to see my mouth? Here you go. <laughs> I believe it. Take his five points away. I don't know. I might have, I might have screwed up. There poor guy. It was going so fast. I was like, okay, boom, 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 boom. Anyways. Yeah, well, but from the time we started sudden oh, death, minute, neither one of us missed one. Yeah, we're at sudden death now, so the points don't matter. Whoever misses one is done. Okay, that's that's where you're right. That's where we're at. So, you know what? I'm not even going to do this anymore. So sudden death. You guys were too fast for me. So there we go. So they were so close at sudden death. Or sudden death. Sorry, guys. Dave, what is 20% of 80? Say it again. What is 20% of 80? Time's up. Duke, what is 20% of 80? Uh, 16. You got it. That's it. You didn't give me five seconds. <laughs> I, get a, I get at least a hat out of that deal. You didn't give me five yeah, seconds. Well, and you know, here's, here's the thing. Te- technically, Dave, you were ahead in points, but it was a three-point difference. Uh, and then I gave Wes a bunch of hell about giving you the, the basketball question. I thought you answered. Did you answer something earlier about being basketball or not? No. Okay, well, then it was my bad. So I think we ought to give it to Dave. I'll ask you one final question. This goes to Dave. Uh-huh. Who, in 1963, murdered Lee Harvey Oswald? The assassin. Jack Ruby. That's correct. I didn't know that. That's what you want. Give Duke one more then. Duke, which city is has the largest population in the United States? That's incorrect. That's what I would. I would have said. LA. That's what I would have New said. New York. I would have said LA as well. Yeah. Say that again, Dave. New York. It's New York. Is it New York? Love million. I would have said the same thing, Duke. I would have said, said LA. Yeah. Well played, fellas. Well played. So I guess Dave's our winner. Good game, guys. Good, Good game. game. Well played. Yeah, that was a hell of a Give him a hat. Yeah. I'll send you both something nice think, for playing. I think they bullshit. Yeah, we'll send you guys out both something nice for playing. It was a tight game. That was a tight game. Dude, man. it was within, I mean, it didn't get further spread than about 17 points. And uh, that was, and you know what? They answered a lot of questions that I I probably wouldn't have got. Well, some of them, I guess. I yeah, that was a hell of a fight all the way along. I'm glad you got Dave against me because, uh, you know, definitely made me think, gave me a run for my money for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Over Simpson. Dave is the winner. (laughs) 
Maggie Simpson. So <laughs> next time we do the, uh, if there's a listener out there that's interested in playing, uh, Dave is the running champion. So if you want to come up against him on the show, uh, come on the show, shoot uh, Woody and I an email, and I'll include all that at the end. But uh, let us know if you want to come on. Dave is a reigning champion right now. Duke's not far. Duke had a respectable score, though, man. Dude, it was only a few points. Difference. Yeah, Duke was right there with them, man. Points. It was close. Yeah, it was a battle all the way. It could have went to either one of us. Could have went either way. You're absolutely right. I kind of wish I would have sat in on that. Well, thank you for joining us for Renegades Trivia. <laughs> Renegade Trivia. There you go. I like. I like the sound. I like the sound of that. Thanks, guys. Nothing for... trivial about this. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Duke. Thanks, Duke, for coming on, and, and Dave, you as well. Uh, you, you both are. You know, you both are really good sports, and uh, I had a good time with it. Wes had a, Wes had a good time, and I think you both. Did, I think you two did as well. Yeah, send him a good prize because even though you didn't give me uh, five seconds, I didn't know sixteen. <laughs> I was going to say seventeen and a half. Actually, you had seven seconds, so we gave you a little break. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> you guys gave me like two seconds, <laughs> but I didn't know the answer. So. <laughs> Well played, though, gentlemen. Well played. I loved it. You know, people listening to this, yeah. I bet most of mm-hmm. them wouldn't have gotten half of those answers correct. Maybe maybe they would have. Maybe. I don't know. I knew some of them. I knew quite I a few. I don't know how old they are Yeah, how young they are. Yeah. Well played. I don't know how much attention they paid. It's going to be fun for our listeners to listen to it. Yeah, I think so. Well played, gentlemen. Well played. And that's it for tonight, everyone. Hope you guys, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the game show. Uh, if you want to be a part of the Renegade Podcast, come on, hang out with us. Uh, it's a pretty chill environment. Uh, Dave's a reigning champion, so if you guys want to come back on for the Renegade Trivia, hope you guys liked it. Uh, you're welcome to come on. Hit Woody up on Facebook, Woody Pratt. Send him a message. Let him know you'd, be, you'd love to be a part of the show. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast player you're listening to, and leave us a review. Until next time, everyone, have a great night. Get rolled with the fever on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah.